Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to let go of your fears and limiting beliefs? Ready to live in the moment? Ready to live a positive life by creating new habits? You're in the right place. Join us every week at the Reinvent Yourself to Greatness with Sahar show to learn how to create the happy life you always wanted and deserve now. Hello, hello, hello. This is your host, Sahar Andrade. And as usual, on every Wednesday at 5 p.m. PS time, uh, I am here to share a um, few things, few ideas, uh, maybe answer a few questions for you. Today we are talking about procrastination. Uh, this is like a big elephant in the room, and I'm sure that we all, no matter who we are, suffered and maybe suffer every now and then from some procrastination. Um, I know I did when I started my business, and that's why I was uh, doing the podcast last week, and it hit me that we should do a show about procrastination. So before I start some um, housekeeping uh, issues, I want to let you know that the guest call-in number is 215-383-3736, 215-383-3736. I would love to hear from you. Like I said, today we're talking about procrastination, and as usual, I will start with a few questions to see if any of that apply to you, or if all of them even apply to you. So the first thing I'm going to ask you is, have you ever thought to start a business just for it to turn into a wishful thinking that never happened? Do you keep working the same miserable job or stay in a miserable relationship just to procrastinate to take your next step? Have you ever been excited about new projects and yet found it hard to start and thought, ah, I can always start tomorrow? Have you ever been inundated with great ideas but sat in front of a blank page for hours? Have you ever felt overwhelmed to start a task and became so anxious that you put it on the back burner? If you suffered any of that or all of them, you are in the right place. Because if we want to be creative and achieve our goals and make our dreams come true, then we need to be at our best, not only physically, but physically, mentally, psychologically, and emotionally. So let's start with what procrastination actually means because it has many definitions, but in simple way, it means delaying a task or even several tasks that should be an actual priority. It is trying to sweep something under the carpet, hoping that it will go away on its own. And of course, we know the truth. The truth is that it doesn't go away. It actually becomes worse. The only exception uh, that I know for procrastination to be a good thing for us is when we need time to brainstorm or we need to wait to see how a series of events can unfold. A rule of thumb, though, when a procrastination starts to interfere with our productivity, then we need to do something about it. So whatever the reason is behind procrastination, it has to be recognized, dealt with, controlled, before we miss opportunities that actually it might derail us from our career and halt our growth. And it's important because each one of us Like I always say, we have a genius inside of us, and procrastination just kills it. 
you know, inside. So we don't achieve our potential. We don't do what we need to do. So we don't feel fulfilled. We don't feel self-satisfied. And all that can turn into bad depression. Procrastination acts against our own self, though it doesn't feel that way. It can actually, in our mind, be like a defense mechanism that keeps us inside our comfort zone. Because inside of our comfort zone, we know everything that is good, bad, and ugly. So it protects us, and we convince ourselves that it's actually fine. And we make all kinds of excuses. And of course, with those excuses, we invent a rationale that goes with these excuses. Because we need to convince ourselves that we're doing the right thing. I just always need to remind you that miracles happen only when we step out of our comfort zone. Procrastination is basically making the choice to avoid something, even though we know this will hurt us on the long run. Procrastination is not, again, I repeat, is not intentionally delaying doing something. And it's not a time management problem. And it's not about having a to-do list or even listing your things on a calendar. Or just have a rah-rah moment, let me do it, I can do it, and let's have a let's do it attitude. And even with the best intentions that you have, if procrastination creeps in on you, it will stop you in your tracks. So please do not fool yourself by saying that you leave things for the last minute because you work better under pressure. We both know it's not true. And all what we're doing is just increasing our stress levels. And I know that as a fact because I have done that a couple of times. And I know at the end I'm scrambling, you know, and, and of course I'm not satisfied with the final product because I left myself till the end, till the last day, to do a big project that I have to deliver no matter what. And I know in my mind that it could be so much better, but I'm scrambling for time. And it's not fair. It's not fair to the people I'm, I'm, I'm giving the project to, though they will be like very happy with the project because it, it's done well. But in some, what matters is also our self-satisfaction, how we feel about ourselves, how, we de, how do we deliver the results that we promise that we're going to deliver. So procrastination actually is a coping mechanism. It has short-term results of feeling good, but it leads to a disaster on the long run. So why do we procrastinate? As always, as you know by now, whenever I look at an issue, I always look at the root of the, prog- the problem and not the symptoms, and that's what I'm doing here. Why do we procrastinate? It's because procrastination is rooted in fear, plain and simple. It's a failure to control our emotions, especially fear, So it makes us feeling overwhelmed and anxious and stressed. So we avoid this feeling just to improve our mood for instant gratification. We either do not want to acknowledge our fears or we are just oblivious that actually we are doing this. We are delaying things when we should be doing them or we are fearful. We can solve a problem through the same way it has been created. Like they say, the definition of insanity is keep doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. So looking at the core of that fear will bring the solution. Fear is the silent killer of all of our dreams and goals if we let it thrive. 
When fear takes hold of us, it sends messages to the fear centers in the brain. And I'm not going to be too technical here, very, in, in very simple term. The, the fear centers in the brain send messages to curb our motivation. And this, in turn, sabotages our success. It leads us to procrastination, and we don't take any actions. So the fear circuits are basically like the brakes on a car. Fear comes in many forms and shapes. So it, when it comes as procrastination, we do procrastinate for many reasons. Some of them is we are intimidated or feeling tired. Or, uh, so instead of doing what we need to do, we do just feel good. We read a good book. We watch Real Housewives. I'm guilty of that. Check our social media, our Facebook, or just daydream, thinking that it will make us feel better. But on the long run, it actually makes us feel worse. If we are startups or entrepreneurs, we try to play it safe, and sometimes we play it small as a precaution so we, we procrastinate. The, another reason is we convince ourselves that we don't have time for this today, but for sure we're going to do it tomorrow. But that tomorrow never comes, and we convince ourselves that as soon as we finish what we're doing, we will start right on it. But again, it never happens. Or we feel overwhelmed by the task, and we know it can be done in one setting, and we don't have the time now, so we'll do it later. Or it's either not important for now, or it's so important that it needs my whole undivided attention that I really cannot give it now. Right. Or we are too tired or too stressed or even too angry to do it, or we don't know where to begin or without our skills and resources that we think we need for a project, or we don't have clear deadlines, or the fear of success and failure creeps in, and negative thoughts sway even our self-identity and impact our ability, or we don't have the proper decision-making skills, or we suffer from poor organizational skills, or we're looking for perfection. See how many reasons I mentioned probably like 10 of them. Like I said, fear comes in so many shapes and forms. It disguises itself all the time and prevents us from achieving our goals because as human beings, this is what we have been programmed since the caveman, the response of fight, flight, or freeze. And till we are aware that this is what's happening in our brain, that our circuits actually have a short and it goes directly to the fear centers as a default. We need to think about it and we actually have the possibility of changing pathways in our brain that can make us even more productive. You know, I, I have done a podcast a couple of weeks ago about productivity. I would really encourage you to go and listen to it. So there are Actually, what I'm trying to uh, share with you here is sharing seven cures or seven um, ideas how to overcome procrastination or how uh, to cure uh, procrastination. So let me start with the first one. The first thing that we need to do now that we discussed that it's mostly based in fear is that you face your challenge or your fear, if you want to call it fear. I, I personally call it fear. And we name it. So I bet you can guess that this should be the first cure. 
it's acknowledging that we do have an issue that we need to address. And as in any issue, as in any problem or any situation that we get into, the minute we acknowledge that we have a problem, then we are 50% there to solve it. Because we are already creating channels in our brain to look for solutions. But as long as we deny that we have any problem, our brain will not help us by looking for solutions. So we need to acknowledge, especially if, like I said, procrastination gets into the way of our productivity. We need to acknowledge that there is an issue here. We need to take care of it. So we need to understand and identify not only what we're trying to do, but what is holding us back. Like I always say, I, I make fear my friend. It's my window to the future, and, and that's why I call myself the fear whisperer, or people call me the fear whisperer. We need to look at fear in the eye and ask ourselves, what do I really fear will happen? What is the worst case scenario? What the worst that can happen? And once we start thinking about the worst, we can actually work our way backwards. And this way, we can prevent what we think can make us fail. And that's what I call a window to the future. Because actually, when fear happens, it lets you see everything wrong that can happen. You can change the negative to positive And looking at whatever fear is showing you, like a window to the future, and you can prevent yourself from falling into these traps. So the first thing to do is to acknowledge that you have a challenge, to face it, and to name it. Look where the fear is coming from. Are we scared to fail? Or are we scared that others will ridicule us if we fail? Are we scared to get embarrassed, humiliated? Or are we fearing that we lose everything we built so far? And believe it or not, Every single fear has a different track in our brain. So that's why we need to really sit with ourselves and be very honest. We need to name the kind of fear that we have. And just by recognizing the negative thoughts and fear, we can start replacing them with positive reinforcement. We need to replace these negative thoughts with positive ones. Like, for example, okay, I'm moving slowly, but I'm progressing. So there is a positive thing here. Like, Slowly but surely, yes, I could be moving slowly. So instead of beating myself up, oh, you're not doing enough, you're not good enough, you know, you don't have what it takes, and all this chatter, negative chatter in my brain, I say, well, okay, that's fine, I'm moving slowly, you know, but at least I'm moving, I'm progressing. And I always say, one foot in front of the other, one step of the time. So the second cure is change our attitude and thinking. So the first one is to acknowledge and face our bad attitude or our challenge. And the second one is to change our attitude and thinking. Ford said, either you think you can or you can't, you're right. Because it's all in our brain. If we feel we can do something, we will find a way. You know, in the Alchemist book, I hope most of you read that book, really, it says that when you want something bad enough, the whole universe will conspire to make it happen. So how we perceive situations will dictate how we deal with them. It's all in our attitude. We are, because since childhood, we are actually pre-programmed on what we think is right or is wrong. 
what we can or what we can do, what we should, what we should not do. And we get stuck in these tracks, in this what we call thinking traps, and that basically paralyze us. And that's why we need to break that and break these attitudes. Negative thinking is the default of our brain. It does actually takes work and effort to shift from negative to positive, and that's why it's not, it's not easy, and it doesn't happen overnight, but we need to start one step at a time. The good news is that changing negative to positive is a learned ability, so we all can learn it. It's not like we are either born with it or not. It takes practice, like anything else, whatever. Life is not easy, and you need to work hard to get to your goals, but imagine when you get your goals how it's going to feel. So we need to practice exactly the same way, like if we were working out. When we work out, we build muscles. So when we practice the positivity, it actually builds mental muscles of, in the brain. The brain is a muscle. The more you train it, the stronger it gets. We can shift the way we think. Instead of looking at a hard task, we can, for example, think, okay, it will take time. It's worth to do it. It will give me experience, and the journey will be awesome. Most importantly, I will know that I can do it. And this way, we become what we think. And we, what we, because remember, what we think and what we believe become our reality. So the third point is what I call eat the frog. If you have to eat a live frog, it doesn't pay to sit and look at it for a very long time, does it? Though I have to tell you, I ate frogs in France and it was delicious. We call a difficult task or an ugly task asking someone a frog. So the first thing in the morning we need to do is eat that frog. Meaning we need to start with the difficult or ugly task to get it done. So the rest of our day is smooth sailing. And if you have two frogs, you start with the ugliest. So the key to reaching high levels of performance and productivity is actually to develop a long life habit of tackling our major tasks first thing each morning and not to spend excessive time planning for it. So if we develop that habit of eating the frog, then we are okay. The successful, effective people are people that actually start with the major task, discipline themselves to work it steady and, and concentrating, no multitasking. And after that, they, they finish, laser focus on their projects and they finish it. And that's why they are successful. It's very important for us not to confuse activity with accomplishment. It's not that we're busy, it's what, what, what are we busy with. Number four, start with the why. What is the purpose or the reason we're doing that task and why we should care about it? When we know our purpose and even the impact that we can make, it will push us or propel us to take action. When we define our why, we can voice what we actually expect, our hopes, our concerns, and even our fears that we can either deal with it by ourselves and, and this is what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you because I do that. I'm going to ask from you. So start doing a way that, to, to try to find your purpose to move forward. And if you can't by yourself, there is no shame in asking for help. So talk to someone that you trust, a trusted friend, or find a mentor or even hire a coach because this is your life we're talking about. Having a sounding board will help 
clarity of your thoughts and will speed up your creative process. We need to follow our curiosity. I mean, the people that are successful, one of the characters that they all have is they are very curious. So feed your brain on a regular basis to have creative ideas. And write your ideas as they come down. So that's the fourth one. The fifth one is use to actually procrastination to be productive. What does that mean? If you feel you're starting to procrastinate, use that time or mood to, product, to be productive somewhere else. Like, for example, when I feel like, okay, I'm starting to get tired or, or my brain is going all over the place. You know what I do? I get up and I start decluttering my office or my environment. Or I clean up my pictures or I move them around, you know. Or I, get, or I, take, or I go and I get some water. It's said that clearing the clutter clears our brain. Another way to deal with it, especially when our brain gets foggy, it's get up, go for a walk, stretch. And if you can't do any of that, just bounce in place with deep, deep breathing. We need to reward ourselves for any simple and small progress. Because when we do that, we program our brain on repeating the acts that actually got rewarded. And it becomes a cycle of happiness. So celebrating completion of any milestone that you have can actually push your brain to keep repeating this activity. It will provide positive reinforcement that will motivate us towards our goal. And we can use that positive energy to beat the fear. We need to accumulate as much as positive energy that we can. So when we get into the negative, we have an inventory to overcome the negative feeling. So we need to seize the opportunity every single day to get one step closer to achieving our goals. Number six, break down a task into clear and focused steps. Because sometimes we get overwhelmed when it's something that huge to do. Dividing it into smaller, I call them bite size, make us digest it better. One reason for procrastinating is that the goal is often too big or too vague. So in return, of course we get fearful, or we start getting intimidated because we feel like we expect a lot from ourselves. So when we face the massive projects, the normal tendency that we have is just to avoid it. So we should divide the big task into, like I said, bite-sized little projects. This way, we can see what are the steps that we need to take to complete the bite-sized projects. And we feel like we accomplished something. And always, as I said the point before, always reward yourself no matter how small the project that you achieve. We can actually break each project into phases, then break the phases into sections, and break the section to smaller steps. So the project to phases, the phases to sections, sections to smaller steps. We just need to focus on one thing at a time. This way it becomes harder to procrastinate a simple task than it is on a full-scale project. And remember, multitasking is overrated. This way we can overcome the apathy of starting and procrastination actually can go away, can go bye-bye. For example, we can set aside 10 minutes of time each morning to work on one part of a task to start making gradual progress without even it interfering with the rest of our day having this tangible evidence that we are actually producing will create that positive cycle, like I said before, that will go to our brain and make our brain repeat that positive cycle of happiness. 
And the last one is start with the end in mind. The, the great Stephen Covey in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he says, start with the end in mind. Meaning instead of looking at just the journey or that it's tiring or overwhelming, look at the destination. Try to feel how is it going to look? What are you going to feel? What will be your emotions? How people will look at you? How uh, this is going to push you forward in your life once you finish what you're doing instead of putting it off? And, and just to feel how this is going to feel can might encourage or motivate you to move forward. Using the power of visualization, and that's why I totally believe in vision boards, and, and I really invite you to do a vision board, uh, and looking into the future can give us enough motivation to move forward. Reminding ourselves of how the future looks, either using images or even inspirational, will help carve new pathways in our mind. So I totally believe in the power of positivity, in what you put in the universe is what you get, in positive thinking, in visualization, and into uh, the I am theory. And, and probably I'm going to have to do one podcast on the I am principle or I am uh, theory because a friend asked me to do that. Uh, so also when we do goals, I also uh, would ask you to put it in the present tense, like if it's happening right now. Do not put it in the future. Do not pull, I will. Just put it, I am, like if it's happening right now. It, it creates a different pathway in, in our brain. So we procrastinate when we feel bored. So we need to remind how the future looks and how it fits into our ambitions. When we start with the end in mind, the long-term benefit of doing our work can empower our short-term pleasure, and it can take away distractions. So to really quick to say the seven cures, the first one is face your challenge, fear, and name it. Second one is change our attitude and thinking. The third one is eat the frog, and if you have two frogs, start with the ugliest. Number four, start with the why, knowing your purpose. Number five, Procrastination to be productive in other areas. Number six, break down a task into clear and focused steps. Number seven, start with the end in mind. So my question to you before uh, we end the episode today is when procrastination will make its way to your life and to your brain, what are you going to do? What are you deciding to do when it will creep us on you? I would love to hear from you. Um, my name is Sahar Andradi. You can email me at info at reinvent yourself to greatness. Or you can look at us. Uh, this podcast will go on our website uh, within the next five minutes. The website is www.reinventyourselftogreatness.com. Again, info at reinventyourselftogreatness.com or www.reinventyourselftogreatness.com. I would love to hear from you. Gain control of our life. Please listen to our next podcast next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific time. 
Thank you. Bye for now. This is Sahar. I'm out. <laughs>